A prayer for when you feel weary and burdened. Your daily prayer, April 25th. Breathing in His grace today and remembering to take time to slow down. Dear God, thank you that your yoke is easy and your burden is light. Thank you that you promise to give the worried, the hurried, the pressured, and stressed out rest and peace for our souls. If we will just come before you. Thank you that you already know all that concerns us and you care. We're so grateful for your reminder that we don't have to carry it all on our own. Forgive us for the times that we're, we've tried to fix things in our own power, for not taking the time to rest or coming to you first with our needs and burdens. Thank you for the refreshing that comes from your spirit, filling us with joy and covering us with a shield, leading us forward with hope. Equip us to be like those who take notice of others who seem weary and burdened too. Help us to slow down and take the time to point others to you. In Jesus' name, amen. to Teachable Moments with April. So we're going to be reading another devotional from the Unity Ministries uh, publication, Living Abundantly, Embrace Your Unlimited Good. The devotional for today is entitled Let Go and Let God by Reverend Sylvia Hayes. The past two years have been challenging here on planet Earth. Many aspects of humanity's error, thinking, and separation beliefs have boiled to the surface, creating wave upon wave of disruption and unease. Against such a collective backdrop, we are each living human lives with all the relationships, challenges, triumphs, and beauties that entails. Shortly after agreeing to take on this writing assignment, I found myself wishing I hadn't because I was struggling mightily with the practice of letting go and letting God when it came to my adult nephew. Though he is actually my late sister's child, I have been a main parental figure in his life and he calls me Mama. Our shared history is long and unconventional. For the past two years, um, he has been living on my property in his travel trailer <laughs> as he worked to build a life on the other side of incarceration. In important ways, he was doing really well, holding down a good job, paying his bills, learning to navigate the beauty and bureaucracy of life in the modern world. In other ways, however, he was very challenging to interact with. His life experience and traumas up to that point had programmed him to communicate and live with a lot of chaos, drama, and negativity. We both have some strong personalities, and to be honest, 
I do not always handle the headbutting with the dignity, grace, and patience I would have liked. After another round of it, I finally made the heartbreaking decision to tell him he needs to find another place to live, okay? He was in the process of moving out as I wrote this piece, and I was in the process of letting go and letting God. (sighs) All our relationships with fellow beings, as well as with the events that occur in our lives, are classrooms. We are all here to learn. Every single one of us. You, me, my nephew, and your loved ones are spiritual beings on our own unique journey of awakening. Sometimes we can actively help one another and sometimes we need to step away and hand it over to the source. Reflecting on unity principles helped me navigate the sadness, guilt, and anger associated with this newest wrinkle in the relationship with my nephew. God is indeed present everywhere, and each one of us is connected to God. Remembering this helped me release the sense of responsibility for my nephew's life and instead hold him in prayer and affirmations of peace and success. Each time I found my mind spinning in a hamster wheel of worry or sadness, I would pull up and check in with the big HS, aka the Holy Spirit, and my highest self. Okay, highest self, spirit, I release these thoughts to be cleansed and I reclaim my mind. One of my main spiritual resources, which complements unity teachings so beautifully, is A Course in Miracles. It contains an exercise that includes the following. I place the future in the hands of God. The past is gone. The future is not yet. Now am I freed from both. For what God gives can only be for good. And I accept but what God gives as what belongs to me. I'm learning that when I'm in fear about any situation, I am identifying as only human rather than as a powerful spiritual being, the will of God working for me. When in fear, I feel I have to work everything out by myself because no one else is going to help. Back in the land of right-mindedness, I remember I do not need to try to force resolutions in any situation. There are solutions, successes, and possibilities for good beyond what my mind can conceive in any and every circumstance. We are each here as spiritual beings and a human experience for a divine purpose in these particularly unsettled times. Let us strive to do what is ours to do from a place of peace and grace. Let us rest. Let me say that again. Let us rest in God as we do the work and play before us.
from a consciousness of present trust in God. We can take up an attitude of spiritual indifference. We may not know how it's all going to work out, but it sure will be fun witnessing it come about. Action steps to let go and let God. Practice the art of presencing, of being in the present moment. Unless we train, or rather untrain ourselves, most of us spend the bulk of our lives focused on the past or the future. Often in fear. The more we learn to live in the present moment, the more readily we are able to let go and let God. If you're caught in future what-if thinking, ask yourself, right now in this very moment, are you basically okay? In this very moment, are you warm? Do you have shelter and food? Are you breathing? If you have time to read this sentence, your answer is almost certainly yes. To become present, look around. Take a deep breath and notice the sense. Listen to the sounds and the little silences between them. Feel the chair beneath you. Feel the rhythm of your beating heart. Run your right hand gently across the top of your left. Notice. Breathe. Play in the fourth dimension. Letting go and letting God doesn't mean becoming a sloth. (laughs) Instead, it means we turn our focus from worldly affairs to spiritual consciousness. Going into the silence. Envisioning the good for once, for yourself, for those you care about, and for those you need, for those you need to forgive. And giving thanks for all the good not only empowers your co-creation, but also helps you feel better immediately. particular devotional, uh, Let Go and Let God by uh, Sylvia Hayes, really is speaking to me right now. And um, this is something that I have been struggling with. I am uh, a worrier and uh, a person when things need to get done, I do everything that I can to get it done by any means necessary. But lately, there have been some things that I have come across and it has become abundantly clear that God is speaking to me. The Holy Spirit, just like in this article, is speaking to me. And it is literally saying three things. And I have come across this over and over in addition to the things that I keep saying, if this doesn't get done, then it's that I, I have to do it. I have to get it done. And I got to do it now. But it seems like God has been stopping me on every single angle. No matter how I try to do it, it's like, no. The answer is no. Or wait. Not now. And the three things is rest in God. That's the message that I got on several, what, <laughs> on TV and scripture and now 
It's right there. Let us rest in God. Let go and let God. And to just be still. To be still. And that for a person like me, that is very, very hard to do. I am constantly going. I'm constantly thinking my mind is constantly... (laughs) I can't turn my mind off. And I'm constantly at work. I am like (laughs) on roller skates almost. And it's no different when I'm at home. But this is something that there are things that God is going to insist upon and show you that for whatever reason, even though you don't understand why he wants you to wait or he just doesn't want you to do it to listen and to rely upon him and to stand back and follow his lead he's got this there's no doubt in my mind he's got this but as humans and an imperfect and a worrier and I I like to think I get things done I'm just constantly going and these particular things that have come across me recently I just said I need to get this done but I'm I need to let let go and let God and rest in him so I'm I'm saying this openly to all that are listening and I'm saying it to the creator he already knows is I'm listening you're letting me know over and over again this is the message it is okay not to be moving every single second doing something every single second if it is meant to be it will occur happen it doesn't make you lazy it doesn't make you good for nothing it's trusting because this is where we're all headed anyway look at the world look what what has become of it um, we need to rely completely, and here's the other word, surrender. For a person like me, that is very challenging. I won't say it's impossible, but it is very challenging to do it because I'm used to doing things myself. Surrender. It do, it's not a sign of weakness. It's actually a sign of great strength and courage. And so that's where I'm at lately. That's what I've been dealing with. Surrender. Rest in God. Let go and let God. 